Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Amen. Amen. This morning's topic, we can just title it. Um, We're in a new series called The Holy Spirit. So we're just going to title it The Holy Spirit With You. Tell your neighbor The Holy Spirit With You. Okay. I'd like us to understand something about I know Dara started off the series and then Lola picked it up. Let's put our hands together for them. And they picked it up and they ran with it and they explained to us who the Holy Spirit is and his position in the Godhead. But I want to take it a little deeper for us today. Not really deeper, just expand on it. The Holy Spirit with us. You see, Jesus Christ speaking here to the disciples. Remember, the book of the entire book of John is Jesus. Is John explaining to us the divinity of Christ? Because you see, Matthew spoke to us about the origins of Jesus Christ, him being a Jew. Luke, being a doctor, focused more on the works of Christ. Okay? Mark, on the other hand, who was not there with the disciples, he came with Paul. It's the same Mark that was with Paul. His name was John Mark. His full name is John Mark. He was writing from about Jesus Christ as Jesus to be revealed. Amen. But however, John was explaining to us the divinity of Christ. So if you study the book of John, you start to understand more about who Christ is. Not who Christ was. You see, with Mark, you understand who Christ, the Christ to come. Are you still with me? So John is explaining here who Christ is. And here we hear Christ, Jesus, talking about the, him sending, promising us that he will send us someone. He's saying, I'm not going to leave you. I will send you a comforter. You see, but when Jesus Christ explains it this way and we take what Jesus Christ said literally, we then think that the Holy Spirit was never on earth. What Jesus was promising was not the Holy Spirit with you. He was promising you the Holy Spirit in you. If you're confused, raise your hand. Be honest with me. Are you confused? 
No? Okay. Jesus was not promising us the Holy Spirit with you. If you read that scripture again, verse 17 of John 14, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. He's already with you. He will be in you and that is the promise I am making. From Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord hovered over the face of the waters. From that moment, he never left. You see, our idea is when Adam fell, the Holy Spirit left. No. See, to understand the Holy Spirit with you, we have to go into the Old Testament. But there's no time to read through every single passage in the Old Testament. So permit me, I'm going to give us instances through the Old Testament. Let's start with a good, a good story. Let's start with the story of Abraham. I can go a little further than that, but let's start with Abraham. Abraham was a friend of God, yes? Abraham loved God, yes? But if you study in detail the life of Abraham, Abraham was a fornicator. If you study deep the life of Abraham, Abraham was a liar. Are you still with me? If you study the life of Abraham, Abraham was a cheat. Did you ever read Abraham surrender his life to Christ where he prayed a sinner's prayer? He was an idol worshiper. And while he was worshiping his idols, he heard a voice say to him, leave your father's house and come and go to a land that I will show you. There was never any point where the Bible says that Abraham as a man dedicated himself to God. I'm not here to try to teach us theology. I'm trying to paint us a picture. That is why when Jesus himself came, he made a statement and said, of all men born before John the Baptist, none of them were greater. Of all the prophets born before John the Baptist, none of them were greater than John the Baptist. See, because John the Baptist had the opportunity of meeting, meeting Jesus, 
but none other prophet met Jesus. But the Holy Spirit was with them. But he did not change their lifestyle because he was not in them. So you see Jacob lie, deceive, but God still used him because God was with him because of a promise. You see, you can live through life and think God is with you and think that's what's more important. But what is more important is God in you. You see, because you can have God with you and have results. Result is not the guarantee that you're pleasing God. I said from Genesis chapter 1. The Holy Spirit has always been on the earth. The Bible says that God sustains all things by the word of his what? Power. The Holy Spirit is the one holding all the elements and everything together. You take him away and everything will go back into chaos. So he never left the earth. He has always been on the earth. He will always be on the earth until Christ comes again. That is why Jesus Christ said, he will be with you forever. Because he has always been there. I cannot tell you I will be with you forever if there's no precedence to show that I've always been there. You see, if I've never been there, what you then demand from me is evidence that I will keep my word. But Jesus can say he will be with you forever because there has been evidence that he has always been there. Verse 18 says, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. You see, let me explain that verse for us. I will not leave you what? Orphans. I will come to you. The Holy Spirit with you does not give you access to God as Father. Some of the people are staring at me. Okay. The Holy Spirit with you does not give you access to God as Father. You will know Him as God. You will know Him as Elohim. You will know Him as Jehovah but you will not know him as father. You see, when, Ab when Adam fell, what he lost was the Holy Spirit in him. When Jesus Christ came, 
he promised us back what Adam lost, which was the Holy Spirit in you. That is what makes you and I living beings. Not the Holy Spirit with you. See, when you have the Holy Spirit with you, you can be dead and still be moving like Adam was. Like Cain and Abel and every single person that ever lived up until Jesus Christ. But when you have the Holy Spirit in you, you start acting like God. Amen? All right. The goal of this first service is not really to take it too deep. On the second service, we'll take it a lot deeper. And then we'll allow the Lord to do what he wants to do in the second service. Hmm. We'll see. I said, the Holy Spirit with you guarantees you results. But it does not mean you're pleasing God. You see, with the Holy Spirit with you, you have to justify yourself by your works. Not by faith. Everyone in the Old Testament had to prove their works. That is why the Jews carried the commandments on their heads because they, that was the only way they could prove to God that they loved him. Because the Holy Spirit was with them, not in them. So when the Holy Spirit is with you, you have to prove yourself by your works. But the Bible lets us also know that your works is not enough. That is why Judas, not in verse 22, not Iscariot said, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us, to us and not to the world? Verse 23 says, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. So the Holy Spirit with you, there is no home. But the Holy Spirit in you makes your body now the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let me bring this into the New Testament for us. You see, in the book of Matthew, Jesus Christ speaking, he said, On that day, many will come and they will say, Father, in your name, we cast out demons, we heal the sick, we raise the dead, we name everything. And Jesus will tell them, do what? Get away from me, you workers of iniquity, for I know you not. The difference between the sheep and the goat, the difference between those that Jesus recognized and those he did not recognize, was that those he did not recognize, they had the Holy Spirit with them. Those he recognized, the Holy Spirit was in them. You can have the Holy Spirit 
in you and not have the Holy Spirit with you in the New Testament. The Holy Spirit in you is what guarantees your salvation. The Holy Spirit with you is what guarantees your works. So you can have the Holy Spirit with you and have all the works but still perish. Because that is what not Jesus, Jesus did not die to, for you to have the Holy Spirit with you. You've always had him. You will always have him with you. The unique part of it was the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit in you. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. What God, Jesus promised them in Acts 1 8 was the Holy Spirit in them. You want to open your Bible story? So it doesn't look like America is making all these things up. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The power of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit with you. Are you listening to me? Acts 1.8 does not guarantee salvation. See, a lot of us want the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But you can still go to hell with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Are you still with me? 1 John chapter 2 verse 20. No, let's start from verse 19. 1 John chapter 2 verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. But you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. This anointing in 1 John 2, 20 is the anointing within you. This one you receive when the Holy Spirit is in you. Amen. With this one, you're guaranteed salvation. We have to understand that the Holy Spirit with us, as important as it is, we must also have the Holy Spirit in us. When you pray the salvation prayer, that is why the first thing that happens to a person who has prayed the salvation prayer is not casting out devils. The first thing that happens to you 
is that your spirit and the spirit of the Lord becomes one. Now you see iniquity, you see sin, and you run away from it. Now faith is what is leading you because you can't have faith of your own. You must have the faith given by God to believe. How would you believe a God who you do not know if the God himself does not reveal himself to you? That is what the anointing within gives to us. Many of us want the Holy Spirit of Acts 1.8. We want that anointing. We want to lay hands on the sick and see them healed. We want to raise the dead. That should not be your priority. Because the moment you make that your priority, then you've missed the entire point. The main point is for you and I to make heaven. Let the byproduct of your walk with Christ be raising the dead. But don't make that your goal. Because the moment you make that your goal, you've made yourself bigger than God. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit has always been with you and I. But what we need is the Holy Spirit in us to make the difference. That's why we can come to the church and see tongue-talking believers lie. We come to church and we see tongue-talking believers steal. We see tongue, you see them in church. When you see them praying in tongues, you'll be like, God, I need my tongues to grow, to mature. But when we go outside, their life is not a representation of what you saw when you were in the when they were in the church. See, because they have the Holy Spirit with them, but they don't have the Holy Spirit in them. So if there are things about your life, that's why we started by singing that hymn. Take my life and let it be. Because you see, when your life is consecrated to him, he's now in you. And he's also with you. So now you have an anointing. You see, you, you show up in church and you have the manifestations of the gifts. But also when you go home, you have the manifestation of his fruits. In the church, as we are here, what edifies the body as we are sitting all together here is not kindness, gentleness, peace, long-suffering. That's not what edifies the body as we are seated here. What causes the body as we are seated here to grow is prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, speaking in tongues, interpretation of tongues, faith, working of miracles. That's what edifies the body here. 
Are you with me? But when you go home, you cannot speak in tongues to your parents. You cannot speak in tongues to your friend. What they see when you go outside is love, kindness, gentleness, self-control, peace. So, so as we are seated here, I want to see the Holy Spirit with you. But when you go into the world, they want to see the Holy Spirit in you. That's what makes the difference. Because why they want to see the Holy Spirit in you is because they know that they have the Holy Spirit with them too. That's why you can see a fellow believer and they'll say, <laughs> an unbeliever say, what's the difference between me and them? There's no difference. They're making money, I'm making money. They're succeeding, I'm succeeding. They're working hard, I'm working and What's the difference? The reason why they can say that is they have the Holy Spirit with them. You see, when you have the Holy Spirit with you, for you to have results, you need to obey principles. There are principles that govern the earth and the heavens. If you obey them, the Holy Spirit will ensure that it comes to pass. But when you have the Holy Spirit in you, it's no longer about principles, it's about revelation. I will stop there. Amen. So what was first service topic? In the second service, we're going to cover the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because a lot of us hear that we've misconstrued and misinterpreted what it means so we'll cover that in the second service however if you are here listening online or physically here and you know honestly you've not enjoyed either the Holy Spirit with you because you've been stubborn to obey the principles that govern the earth you procrastinate as no matter how much the Holy Spirit is with you, if you procrastinate, life will not work out for you. Period. There's no demon you can cast away that will change it. If you're not disciplined, if you're not hardworking, you will have no results. However, also, you can, have, you can be hardworking and everything, but for you to also lay up treasure, treasures for yourself above and not just here on earth, you need to have the Holy Spirit in you. So the first call this morning is for those who want to rededicate their life to Christ or welcome Christ into their life for the first time. 
please raise your hand wherever you are. Or if you're online, signify in the chat room. Don't play Christianese with God. If you are not there, you are not there. It's simple. And there is no harm in accepting your area of weakness. Just lift your hand. You want to dedicate, rededicate your life to Christ or you want to re-welcome him into your life for the first time. The book of Revelations lets us know that he stands at the door and he is knocking. He says, whosoever will open the door to me, I will come in and I will dine with them. Jesus Christ said in the book of John, the book, this, this, the scripture we just read. It says, anyone loves me, he will keep my commandments. 23 John chapter 14. If you raised your hand or you're online, please come. If you're here, please come up here and meet me. one minute 35 seconds to wrap this up come up here and meet me let us pray together Seven. 
there are two people God is waiting for. Six. You feel him knocking on your door. Don't let pride. The fact that you've been calling yourself a Christian for 10 years, 15 years, is not an, it's not an achievement. That's not what guarantees making heaven. Three. online if you know you're rededicating your life to Christ today there's a phone number on the chat on the, in the chat room Just send your name and your number send a text message and someone will reach out to you someone will reach out to you But I'm going to pray off the mic for those standing here. As a special token today, please meet those ladies behind, fill out your information. And uh, I've not done this before, but I'm going to do this special today for you guys. I'm going to be praying for you guys. That the gifting and the calling of God upon your lives will be made manifest I'll be praying for you guys and I am making that promise upon the altar of God okay please give them information and whatever has caused you to feel like God has abandoned you today it comes to an end in the name of Jesus 
Now for the rest of everyone else, everyone else in the audience and those online, I would like you to pray a prayer. This is the prayer. John chapter 14 verse 26. It says, but the help of the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things. That I said to you. He will teach you all things. He will bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So I would like you to pray. What things have you forgotten? And what things do you need to remember? What things do you need to be taught? You see, for there to be a teaching, it means there's a lack of understanding. So what things do you need the Holy Spirit to teach you about you? What things do you need him to remind you about you? What prophecies have been spoken over your life that you've forgotten? That you need to remember? What promises has he given you specifically that you've forgotten that you need to remember? Pray. Spirit of the living God. Teach me. Remind me. Lead me into all truth. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Father, we thank you for your children. We thank you that you have taught us something today. You have opened our understanding. You have opened our eyes to see that you, you are with us and that you are also in us. Holy Spirit, this series is about you. We pray even at this hour that you teach us about you and that you remind us on the things you've taught us in the past. 
Oh, sweet Holy Spirit. Let our lives be transformed for good. Because of our relationship with you. And you dwelling in us. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations, we celebrate you. Don't forget to text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Again, text SAVED to 817-382-2244. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.